Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Wednesday today means there's no guest scheduled. That means it's all you. You are the special guests. We're going to take your calls for the entire program. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. Got a lot of interesting things to talk about today, but of course you can bring anything you want to the uh, program because it's your show. And uh, we're here, Matt Royce at the Master Control Panel. And on my best day, I need your help. Always need your help and your support. I want to ask you, too, please, if you haven't already, contact a, a friend, a, a relative, neighbor, associate, neighbor, and ask them to check out the show. You, you, of course, they can listen on radio, 1080, WTIC 1080. They can listen online. They go on online, WTIC.com. Or they can do, as I recommend that everyone do, download the Odyssey app, which is A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey, Odyssey app. You can catch the program anywhere, anytime, and there's podcasts, so you can you miss something you can catch up on it so all that's out there and uh, as i said i need your help we want to make this show number one and the reason for that not just we can say oh what a great show we want to make it number one to let people know there are a lot of common sense conservatives and libertarians that are still in connecticut they haven't all moved to south carolina there's still a bunch here and uh, we still can make a, a difference and we can make a change in the state and so that's um that's really what we're trying to do for the top things i want to cover today uh yeah, I keep getting a little bit of pushback from some callers about crime in America. Well, it, it's not, you know, it's not a fairy tale and it's not just a feeling. It is absolute fact. Statistically, crime has been on the rise in America. Some places, the highest it's ever been. I went over yesterday the 12 cities that outdid themselves. Highest murder rate ever uh, last year for them, those cities. Uh, another problem that's happening is shoplifting. You see it. You've seen videos. Gangs of people going into department stores, jewelry stores, smashing cases, cabinets, carrying stuff out, uh, going in, grabbing TVs, wheeling TVs out. Uh, It's really a problem. And companies are losing billions of dollars. We're going to talk about the problem of shoplifting uh, and crime in general, again, in in the country today. There's an experimental voting system that's going to roll out in Alaska. It's never been done statewide before. It's been done in New York City, for instance. It's called rank choice voting. We're talking about that. What is it? How does it work? 
Does it help things? Does it not help things? Uh, and, and also, we got a Branch Covidian report. There was a person, believe it or not, there was a person that was turned down for a heart transplant because they were unvaccinated in Boston. We'll talk about that today. And then a question for the entire program. Should Donald Trump run again for president? Yes, no, why, why not? All that, so much more. Right now it's 9-11, so let's take a moment and focus our hearts and thoughts in a moment of prayer, shall we? Heavenly Father, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, thank you, God, for another day of life. Thank you for another day of freedom. Thank you most of all for your mercy and your grace, how you care and protect our, our care for and protect our families. You've given us wonderful things, God, and we're, we're grateful. We're grateful to be alive. We're grateful to enjoy your creation. We want to pray today for all the folks that are struggling with illness, and uh, we pray for healing for those. We pray for our healthcare workers, nurses particularly, and doctors as well that are still feeling the crunch from this, uh, from the virus that, I, that many believe is, is waning, and, and I do too. Thank you for that. Pray for our first responders, police, fire, EMTs, and, and our military people. Boy, they've, they've got a lot on their minds right now. We don't know what's happening in Ukraine, what will happen with Russia, but protect, bless and protect our military people as they're serving and their families as they're waiting for their loved ones to come home. And uh, give us a great show today. Help us um, focus on what's important and uh, be accurate and truthful. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Can I get an amen out there? 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. I may go backwards here. Oh, amen. Thank you. Um, I may go backwards a little bit because this, this was just sent to me this morning. Good friend Chris sent me this article this morning. Um, U.S. hospital has rejected a patient for heart, heart transplant because they're not vaccinated. D.J. Ferguson, 31, is in dire need of a new heart. But at, And I'm going to call it out. Here's the name of the hospital. Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston took him off the list. They said that uh, he said the the patient said that COVID vaccine goes against some of his basic principles. He doesn't believe in it. The hospital said it's following policy. B and W said in a, in a statement, uh, given the shortage of available organs, we do everything we can do to ensure that the patient who receives the transplanted organ has the greatest chance of survival. Well, if he doesn't have COVID now, <laughs> gosh. Oh. Here's the reality. A hospital spokesman says the hospital requires COVID vaccination and lifestyle behavior for transplant candidates to create both the best chance for successful operation and optimize the patient's survival for transplant. The hospital's carefully worded statement may suggest that other factors lie beyond the patient's unvaccinated status. Well, I don't know about that, but that's, 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 we don't know that. And if, they, if that's the case, they should just come out and say it. Stop playing games here. <clears throat> Unbelievable. He's a father. He's got kids. Two kids, father. Two kids, one on the way. Remains in the hospital. <clears throat> He's too weak. Too weak to be transferred for another hospital. He's running out of time. Should, it's his body. It should be his choice, his father says. Mm-hmm. 63% of the U.S. population has been double-jabbed, and 40% have received a third booster dose. Well, I don't know. I, I, that's, that's the way it's going, folks, and I don't know what's going to stop it at this point. They've, they've, they've dug their heels in, and it's going to be very hard 
to overcome some of these things uh, for sure. Um, that was the, the, the Branch Covidian, uh, Covidian report for the day. Um, you know, it's funny. <laughs> I mentioned this. Apparently, people going to football games are not worried about COVID. You look at every stadium in the amazing playoff round this past weekend. Every stadium was packed. You didn't see any empty seats. People were having a great time living out their lives in freedom, free of worry. Um, I'm sure, you know, like 60% were vaccinated and probably 40% weren't. I mean, I don't know what the numbers are. But here's another story. This this from Bloomberg. Bars and gyms, excuse me, bars and gyms are bustling as Americans learn to live with COVID. Seventy-three-year-old Ellen Murphy says, "Maybe this is kind of some kind of magical thinking, but I've done everything that I've been told to do. I get my shots, I get my booster, I wear my mask, I don't go into crowded places. What else can I do?" A lot of people feel that way, right? How many things have we been told? Oh, it's two weeks to flatten the curve. I mean, that's how it started, right? And then everything. And if you get vaccinated, you can live a normal life. Well, unfortunately, forty percent of people vaccinated are getting are getting Omicron. So apparently, vaccination isn't the answer. Why don't you just call it the way it is? Why don't you just say these are not vaccine, vaccines, they're therapeutic drugs? Because, yes, they do reduce the severity of your symptoms. They will reduce the likelihood of death, but they're not going to eliminate or stop you from getting COVID another time, even maybe a second time. I don't know. I haven't seen the data on that. Business uh, Data from businesses and social media interviews across the nation show a population accommodating to COVID-19. Several factors are causing people to rethink. Omicron has spread so rapidly, catching it doesn't seem all that bad. Inoculations and and previous infections, lower risk of disease, severe disease. It's been two years of these ups and downs, so it says in Bloomberg. So, you know, and, and even Fauci, even Fauci over the weekend, changed his tune a little bit from the five stages, the, the last one being eradication. You're not going to eradicate this. I think a lot of doctors have said, I've heard many doctors, virologists, scientists say, COVID's here to stay, just like the flu. You're, 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 you, maybe, maybe it'll mutate into a weaker form, weaker strain, but it's going to be here. So every, every year we're going to have seasonal shots, flu shots, COVID shots, Take it, don't take it. It's up to you. I don't think it should be mandatory. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. All caller Wednesday. No scheduled guests. You are the special guests. We want you to call in. And then for the entire program, this question will be up. If you'd like to bring something else, fine. I'd like to know your thoughts on this. Should Donald Trump run for president again i'm going to share a poll recently that came out against uh uh verse uh, trump versus desantis um should he run again yes or no why why or why not that's what we're looking for all right we can take a quick break couple commercials we'll come back open the phone lines can't wait to talk with you today it's going to be a great day today i'm i'm ready for calls matt's ready for calls we want to hear from you Get your thoughts, get your opinions, share your heart with us. Just let us know how you're feeling about all these things. Really, that's what we're looking for today on All Caller Wednesday. Right here, Will Morati Show, WTIC News Talk 1080.
Well, it's gonna be a hurricane. Gonna be a snowstorm. I, I, you know, I hate snow. I've told you this before. I, I absolutely hate snow. Um, I like it on Christmas Eve. Uh, it, it's just, it's just inconvenience and expense. That's all it is. It, it just inconveniences us. <laughs> it costs more money to remove and plow. And I mean, I might be jaded because we have a large area to plow and it costs a lot of money, but. Um, I, I just, I'm a summer guy. I like summer. Speaking of summer, congratulations, Red Sox Nation. Congratulations, Big Poppy, David Ortiz. Um, yes, they found out he was elected into the National Baseball Hall of Fame. And, you know, I, I, I've got some problems with that whole system. I, I still, it bothers me to this day um, that Pete Rose is not in the Hall of Fame. Um. I, I don't think whatever he did was was egregious enough to keep him uh, from being included in that group. He's one of the best hitters, Charlie Hustle. I mean, I remember as a kid growing up watching Pete Rose. I mean, <laughs> nobody was a tougher player. I mean, he was a hard-nosed guy. And um, and so I, I there, there's others that should be there that aren't, and, uh, you know, that's not fair. But uh, I'm thrilled for Big Poppy. Love Ortiz. Um one of the best clutch hitters ever, certainly as a DH. And uh, good for the Red Sox, good for, for uh, Red Sox Nation, good for Ortiz, and we're, we're happy for that. Um, some of you will be happy for this. this the new, new, new mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, has uh, decided after two police officers were, were shot and killed last week, um, he decided to bring back the uh, gun crime unit. And um, here's a statement from, from, uh, from, from New York police. Following the fatal shooting of police officers in Manhattan last week, Mayor Eric Adams on Monday unveiled a new strategy to combat rising gun violence in New York City, starting with the deployment of the anti-gun crime unit next month. We will not surrender our city to the violent few, Mayor Adams said. The city will launch a reinvented version of a plainclothes anti-crime unit, which was dis banded oh wait a minute wait a minute. that didn't we hear yesterday oh that doesn't have anything with crime defund the police that doesn't that didn't cause anything dismantled during the civil unrest prompted by the killing of george floyd to emphasize fostering community trust in law enforcement rather than aggressive crime fighting tactics that had provoked protests from black lives matter It'll also be seen as a, a nod to, uh, it, it, it will probably be seen as a nod to the progressive portion of the Democrat base. The new units will be named Neighborhood Safety Units. Additionally, the problem of mental illness, illness of homeless, such as the person who pulled a, pushed an age, a elderly Asian woman to her death on subway tracks will be addressed. Mental health professionals will be dispatched downtown at subways. See, Mary Adams, he's a cop. He's a, he's a, he's a, he, he knows what, what he's talking about. And I'm so grateful. Gosh, how thank you, God, to get Bill blah 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 de Blasio out of there, and get a guy with some common sense. I mean, I don't, I you know, he's a Democrat. I'm not going to agree with everything he says. Um, but I think that there, this is good. So we are now hearing the first faint hints of return to common sense law enforcement, an acknowledgement that it's time to get criminals off the street, or to quote Adam speaking from City Hall yesterday, we're going to target the trigger pullers. 
See that this this is what we need, folks. This is what we need. This is wonderful. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. Ah, we got a call from Wallingford, the beautiful community. I was out to dinner last night with a, uh, my wife and a couple in Wallingford. What a beautiful town Wallingford is. I, I just love it. Uh, Bill, welcome to the show. Oh, well, how are you? Doing well, thank you. I just want to, it's, uh, how's your hair today? It's Bill the Barber. Oh, Bill! <laughs> yes! <laughs> I didn't recognize you. It's the it's the, the the barber to the stars. That's right, Will. That's right. <laughs> the stylist. No, you're not a bar. You're a stylist. The stylist to the stars. Stylist What's going to on, the Bill? Stars. I had to contribute for the uh, that poor guy that needed a transplant. You know me. I had a transplant yes. four and a half years ago. Yes. And they've all told us we have to get the vaccine. You have to get the vaccine. But there's so many, uh, you know, written on that that it doesn't work for us. It's zero to twenty. Mm-hmm. We, we don't even they don't even know if the vaccine even works for mm-hmm. transplant people so mm-hmm. i felt bad for that guy not getting it because they think the trans the vaccine is going to help him you I mean, know where, did, where does it end bill uh, when when do they stop making these just off the wall random decisions about people's lives it, it just it's not fair at all no it's not you know me i've been hiding in the cellar for a couple of years now uh, you're, you're afraid to go outside you have to wear sure. an n95 mask everywhere sure. you're, you know and finally i got the COVID, this one, and didn't even know I even had. I was very lucky. <laughs> that was great news, right? You were excited about that, right? You were, oh, you were, dancing, you were happy. You, had, you were asymptomatic, but now you've got natural immunity. Yep, I'm dancing around happy. <laughs> no mask on now. I'm, it's just great. Well, Bill, I mean, I certainly understand in your circumstance as a transplant patient. Yeah, I mean, you've got to take every precaution necessary. You, you can't. Uh, we we lost a, a great church member a few years ago. She was a had lung transplant, and uh, and and she passed away. So we we know the the critical nature of 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 the lives that transplant patients live. You gotta you you can't take any risks, and so I no you can't. I'm glad yeah, for you. You're doing good, yeah. and yeah, you, you got I'm COVID there. and you survived. So. <laughs> I made it. That's great. Hey, I've never you. been so happy. I was happy when I got COVID. It was great. Yeah. No, I uh, I, I celebrate oh, with you, sorry. Bill. It, it's wonderful. Uh, wonderful. All right. So well, thank you. you. I thank you so to call much. In Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Thank call you. back bye again. Bye. Thank you. All right, bye. Yeah, Bill uh, Bill is, is, a, is a stylist. He's been a stylist in, for years. Years. He's won awards. He's really a, a, a major major force in the, in the style hair industry. And... Um, and doing well, and got COVID, didn't even know it. So now, now he's been vaccinated, and he has natural antibodies. So that's a good thing. All right, we're going to take a break, a couple commercials. We're going to go back, uh, news, maybe hear some more about this snowstorm. Hopefully, is uh, I think I heard Brian say it's kind of maybe blowing off a little east. Be wonderful. I, we, we have a, an event scheduled Saturday at the church, so we'd be happy for no snow. And like I said, it's just irritation and expense to me. Um, all right, hey, listen, calls when we come back. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. No previously scheduled guests. You are the special guest. Callers today right here on the Will Marotti Show, WTIC News Talk 1080. Back to the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Hey, welcome back. You know, I, I want to be as uh, accessible as I can to you guys within reason. Um, 
you can imagine. I've got a few, few, few things pulling at me every day. But you can contact, you can reach me on social media. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. Same handle, all four accounts, Will Marotti. And uh, you can always reach my email. You can reach me at willmarotti at yahoo.com. So uh, those are all available to you. And if you want to send comments or your amens, people like to send amens through social media. That's wonderful. Um, we enjoy that. Or, or articles, things, uh, things that come across your, your, uh, your exploration of news and you think it's interesting. I'd love to see it. Don't, uh, don't hesitate sending things like that to me. Here's a, here's a story we opened up with on the, uh, on the shop. Retail crime has been rising throughout the United States for the past five years. With organized, listen, organized criminal rings targeting stores everywhere from Woonsocket, Rhode Island, to Greensboro, North Carolina, to Grafton, Wisconsin. The National Retail Federation reported that store losses mounted from 453000 per $1 million in sales in 2015 to $719,000 in loss per $1 billion in sales to 2020. So that's a huge increase in just four years. The biggest increase during that period happened uh, not during the pandemic when total losses were up uh, uh, 60, surged to $61 billion, up from $50 billion, but during the lockdown. Isn't that interesting? Huh. More crime during the lockdown than there were actually during the pandemic. Huh. Interesting in the first year. Hmm. Well, that's uh, shoplifting no longer fits traditional mold as nonviolent crime perpetrated by mostly teens or substance-abusing adults. Nearly two-thirds of retailers surveyed by the National Retail Federation said that violence associated with store lifts has risen, lifted by organized gangs that resell the goods they steal. What do you think should be done about that? I mean, I have some thoughts about it, probably too strong for most folks, but what do you think should be done about these, you know, mob of people of 20, 30, 40 people going to a store and just ransack the store, carry stuff out, or maybe two or three people? What should be done about this? I mean, can you imagine if, if this goes unchecked, it's been on the rise for five years from flash mobs that just show up. And, it's all, and, they, and a lot of it's coordinated on social media. They show up and they just attack a store. It, it, it's unbelievable. How, 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 and they get away with it. They get away with it. And I was like, are you kidding me? If we don't stop this, if we don't get tough with this stuff, and, and then I guess that's what is getting tough. What is getting tough with it? Uh, I mean, I, I, I think I think you got to stop it now. And, and I think it probably is going to get worse before it gets better. Unintended consequence of government policies have also contributed to the problem, retailers say. Changes in bail laws means that increasingly those who engage in misdemeanor prime property crime, considered nonviolent offense, will quickly back up to, back onto the streets, do more stealing. Mask mandates allow criminals to cover their faces without attracting attention. You know, it used to be years ago, somebody wore a mask in the store, you were worried about it, right? Not today. Bans on single-use plastic bags have made it acceptable for customers to walk around stores with their own non-transparent reusable bags, enabling thieves to load it up in the aisles and head for the exits. Unintended consequences. 
Retailers and cops are looking for reforms to help them stem the thievery. They'd like local government to amend shoplifting laws so that aggravate the aggregate value of the a repeat offender stolen goods can count towards meeting the threshold for a felony charge rather than simply counting the cost of goods stolen from each incident in the, separately. I th- it should be a felony. Remember, that's the amount of someone walking in and walking out with a pack of gum. I mean, that's not, that's, that's stealing. It's not right. But it's, it's different than when you run running with a bunch of 20 other people, smash and break showcases and cart out stuff. What do you think? Do you think there's any, what do you think the, the solution for that? Do you think there is one? How do we, how do we tackle this shoplifting problem? I don't know. I don't know. And do you think President Trump should run again? Question. New polling data. In a hypothetical eight-person GOP primary, Trump destroys everybody. 57% of the vote goes to Trump. DeSantis and Pence deadlocked in 12 and 11% respectively. No other candidate got into double digit. Didn't matter who it was. Now, if if Trump doesn't run, DeSantis is the front runner. Getting 30 point support from the rest of the field. Pence would be second at 24%. So my question to you is, do you, should Donald Trump run again? All indications would say he is. He's planning on it. What do you think? Yes or no? Why or why not? 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. See, even now, I think people feel chilled. Even if you'd say you'd vote for Trump, you'd be afraid to say it, right? You don't want people to know. Because the cancel culture has everybody terrified. Look what the cancel culture is doing to Mike Lindell, my pillow. These pillows that I bought one a few years ago, I think I paid 99 bucks for it a few years ago. He, he's now selling those things for 89 and the discount down to like 39 Just trying to keep his, his business alive. He's lost millions of dollars. He's being sued by Dominion, the voting machine company, for $1.3 billion. Storage dropped him like a, I don't know, I don't know, hot potato, I don't know. How that saying originated. I never seen anybody drop a potato before drop, but anyway. Um but I mean there's there is it is it is it Trump DeSantis? Those apparently are the two leading potentials for the uh, spot to run against whoever. Probably not Biden. Poor Joe. Joe's losing it. It's not uh not pretty at all. In fact, here's a here's a story from uh, uh, here is a story from from who wrote this story? Who wrote it? I can't find it. And, and 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 it simply talks about who is running the White House. Who's running the White House? Do you think it? Do you think it? Do you think it's Biden, or do you think perhaps someone else is uh, is pulling the strings? Um, a lot of people, I don't know why I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a poll in front of me, I have a survey, but a lot of people are feeling like Joe is probably not in control. 
with the recent outbursts. This is from the New York Post. Who really is in charge of the White House? It sure doesn't look like Joe Biden. And the latest evidence came in last week when Chief of Staff Ron Klain delivered a behind-the-door message to Democrat allies and staff just hours before Biden's disastrous, painful news conference. The president failed to mention that his Build Back Better plan, his next Build Back Better bill, would fund child care and elder care. As Axios reported, client private comments are yet another indication the White House has a core set of priorities it plans to fight for, even if the president doesn't know what they are. (laughs) Klein's real message, don't worry, we staff will make sure Biden does what we say. (laughs) Yeah, in Congress, the Congress wants the actual president to take charge. Political reports that moderate Democrats complain that that Klein is over-differential to his Overly, overtly differential to his liberal, liberal colleagues. The president was elected because we all thought he was going to be good at governing. He was going to govern at the center. He's going to work with Republicans. And to have a chief of staff that apparently has decided that he's going Bernie Sanders on us is confusing. It's just not helpful. At the Wednesday presser, Biden said he wanted to broaden the coverage he's getting and lean more on outside advisors. How about actually taking charge? That's an op-ed piece, obviously, and uh, that the author has their opinions. But I mean, I think you have to you have to say honestly, it doesn't seem like like Joe's got a great handle on what's happening when it says a minor Russian incursion into Ukraine. You know, wouldn't really result in a big big response from from the Allies. Eight hundred nine six six nine eight four two eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Let's go to Avon and Tom. Tom, welcome to the show. How you doing, Will? Uh... I think uh, Trump should run again if those Dominion machines have been taken out of uh, service. Do you know if they have been? You know, I don't even know, Tom. And honestly, I don't know. I don't know if that was really a problem or not. I mean, I know a lot of people said it was, but there's nothing that's come out of it. And and 80-something cases were were struck (laughs) down in courts over it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the problem with the Dominion machines are. I don't. Um, I don't think. I don't think the courts looked at it, uh, or at least not yeah, very I don't, closely. I, don't know. I know people get mad at me because I'm not. But I. Uh, but I also me, think that uh, Obama's still uh, pulling the strings. Uh, this is his uh, program. This is what he announced way back uh, in what 2008 when he got elected. Oh, yeah, fundamentally transforming the United States. That's what he wanted yep. to do. No question about it. So. Um, I, I don't know, Tom. I, I think I think I think Trump probably will run again, and and I think they probably will use the same voting machines. I don't think there's going to be much change in, in either category. Well, they better pull them off. Uh, uh, if, if that 13 percent variance is, that means out of uh, 500,000 votes for one candidate and 500 for the another, 65,000 pulled from one and given to the other yeah, yeah. for a spread of 130,000 votes. Well, if that's true, it's a huge a problem for sure. But I, I'll tell you this: I guarantee the Republicans will be watching much more carefully than ever. No, before. they won't let them. You got to have people like Taurus, uh, Tyrus, uh, representing the who's watching the count of the ballots, so they can't push them around. Yeah, 
Tyrus no, is on Fox. I'm sure. I'm sure Rand Paul will have his head in there somewhere. But Tom, thanks for your call. Appreciate it. Um, there's a bill being proposed in South Carolina. H forty-eight forty-eight, which would prohibit anyone from requesting a person's vaccine status. The bill is currently being discussed in House Committee. Lawmakers' response to the bill say they support the measure because it can serve as a bulwark against government coercion. Kind of a firewall. About protecting people from being forced or coerced. I'll never forget. I will never forget the time when I was early in my ministry. I was doing, doing a hospital chaplaincy work, and, and um, I went into a room, and um, this, is, this is years ago years ago in the in the early mid 80s and i went into a room to i would get a list from the chaplain people to go visit so i, go, I went in my phone and, and this guy I just I was talking to him i wasn't didn't, didn't bring anything overtly religious just to talk to him and the guy started like freaking out somebody was in the room later i thought it was his mother and he had a number of of uh, you know ivs in him and and he just started going crazy and he started ripping literally ripping the ivs out of his out of his arm and nurses came in right away, and they grabbed me, and they like instantly took me to a sink and washed my face and flushed my eyes, and 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 I was like, "What the heck is going on here?" And they said, you know, privately, they said, "Well, he, he's he's HIV positive." I'm like, "Well, you should have put a sign on the door." And they will know. Actually, you're supposed to be using what they called then. I it was it was new then. New universal precautions. Everybody, you, gloves mask you 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 assume that everybody has some highly infectious disease and you treat them that way i said i don't want to do that well that was the law i said why don't you have a sign on door oh we can't invade his privacy i said wait a minute wait a violation of privacy wait a minute wait a minute if he had tb you'd have a sign on the door for that well that's different why is it different because it's not a socially accept it's a more socially acceptable disease but they were crazy. You, people, people that are in the hospital, HIV, they were under top secret protection. Nobody would talk about it. And now, now it's just, just, you know, I want. are you vaccinated? Show us proof. Well, how is that any different? If we're going to protect the privacy of one person, which I'm all for, by the way, if you're going to protect the privacy of one patient, why don't you protect the privacy of all patients? I don't get that at all. I don't think that's fair. Well, that's what do I know, right? All right, we're going to take a break, come back, a couple commercials, 800-966-9842, right here, Will Marotti. Um, No scheduled guests today, open phone lines for the entire program, just waiting for your call. Matt is eagerly awaiting your call, wants to take it, wants to talk to you, and, and we'd love to have you on the show, so give us a call. We'll be back in just a minute. Stay with us. This is Local Radio, the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, welcome back. 954 WTIC News Talk 1080. Um, so I, I, don't, I don't know why... And, and I don't want, I don't understand why there's no pushback. There's not a lot of pushback, right? We've got HIPAA privacy laws. I mean, the, the HIPAA privacy laws are such that if I call a hospital, 
and asked to speak to so-and-so, a patient, they won't even confirm the patient's there to protect privacy, right? Um, you know, you're not supposed to talk and tell other people. I mean, if you, if you drill down on HIPAA, this is how it works. If you're not supposed to tell other people you saw so-and-so in the hospital, it's kind of like, you know, you're going to a meeting, right? You, you, you can say you were there, but you're not supposed to tell other people are there, right? I mean, and, that, and that's universally true, right, for, for all healthcare, except for when it comes to vaccines. Vaccines, we, we, want a, we want a card. We want a proof. We want a passport. We want something. We want to know, are you vaccinated? Well, well, why is it all right to violate your privacy? And, and, and oh, because it's a contagious disease. Yeah, okay. And, and then what? What's your next excuse? Why is it okay to violate privacy now, but it wasn't it been for decades? It hasn't been right to violate privacy and, and virtually any other illness, including HIV. So I don't, I don't, uh, I don't understand that. I don't get that, uh, and, and and people are going to have to explain it to me. To a um, South Carolina labor law attorney Jeremy Summerlin told local media he believes the bill would be very difficult to implement. Uh, you're you put your employees in an impossible position. Summerlin said you've got a state law that says you can ask about it and and tr- and to try to comply with federal law. And then you could go to jail. What if you're, what if you ask your coworker about their vaccination status and you're just having a conversation? What if you're a nurse and you ask a fellow nurse about it? Do you want local law enforcement to go in and arrest you because of this law? Well, I think I think that's a little carried away, Mr. Sutherland. I, I don't think that's what the law is talking about. I think that this this just you know going into a restaurant prove your vaccination status, go on a plane prove your vaccination status. Go into a concert, prove your vaccination. That's what he's talking about. He's not talking about common conversation between people and you happen to share or ask if you're vaccinated. That's not what he's talking about at all. It's not what the intention of the law is. I mean, that's just that's just crazy. But um, we just need uh, we just need common sense legislature. Is what we need. Common sense legislature that guides people in the right path that doesn't violate privacy. I mean, I don't I don't know what's so hard about that. Doesn't seem like there should be much hard about that. All right, we're gonna take a uh, take a break. Couple commercials. News and come back with your calls, 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. WTIC News Talk 1080. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.